Hello guys, welcome to this podcast Everyday Talkies which ironically does not come out daily. I am Anshul and I talk about random things to random people, majorly about life, perspectives and thinking process. It's like an interview or let's say more of a conversation with one or two guests about random topics that interest us. To be really honest, it's just a way to reduce my inhibitions in talking to people. So, come join me and enjoy. guys welcome to the new episode of everyday trekkies today we are back with a new episode of lower decks i think what this is the eighth episode yes it is so it is called the veritas so we have so many things to discuss but before that we'll follow our traditions and read the imdb page yeah, meanwhile but do you know what veritas means no idea veritas is actually uh, it's a latin term for truth wow yeah so i think it, this episode has layers bro we'll get into it cool and as soon as i open up the imdb page it seems to be the most highest rated episode till yet i guess that would reflect in our views as well but before that let's read of the description here mariner boimler tenty and rutherford are caught off guard when aliens force them to testify about a series of seemingly unrelated events that's fine that's just basically it <laughs> i mean okay so uh, let's go first so i think you already know what i think about this episode because as soon as i was done watching it i texted you in all caps i think <laughs> uh, so let's let's start with you what do you think? oh this episode like as you mentioned it was the most awesome episode at least for lower decks till now like especially for me when you gave me your first impression i did not even see the episode so i was like i had very high hopes and as soon as i switched on the episode the very first scene where you are reminded of klingon trial and all of that i'm like damn yeah. this is gonna be the episode <laughs> so yeah this episode nailed it for me what about you uh, as i texted to you obviously like it was the best lower decks episode yet and the more i think about it i think this is this might be one of my favorite episodes of just star trek ever wow damn bro yeah. you're competing with lots of episodes i know i know i am but like this is one of those episodes that kind of uh, goes beyond just the narrative of its particular show you know it's very meta we'll get into it okay so this episode first of all has a very different structure it doesn't have a plot b plot c plot it, it's only one plot and it's structured like a, a mystery box our four main characters are brought into this alien prison slash dungeon where it's very you know klingon trial stuff and they're brought up and they're asked to testify by this alien who is very intense and uh, each one goes through uh, telling the events of a particular star date that happened that seemingly have very little or absolutely no connect and that's how you build the whole story of the episode this episode also not only it was good plot wise i would say it was a treat for all star trek lovers i would say especially i think all lower decks episode is in a way but this episode had so many callbacks so many references that i'm sure good. not a single person could you know remember all of them or just pinpoint all of them so you know why don't we directly jump into it so how do you want to go i think so uh, the best one would be we could, we could go character wise and yeah. uh, we could talk about each character's testimony as per the episode let's start with mariner yep so yep. the mariner thing starts with first of all uh, they're in the repair bay hanging out or like doing work tendy goes out to get something and she realizes that the entire ship was on red alert but because uh, rutherford messed with the speakers they don't know what is going on 
and so mariner and boimler have bridge duty and they basically say that they have to wing it they get to the bridge and they're kind of going through the whole motions but okay before that before that my uh, one of my favorite parts should we talk about it in references uh, i don't see this episode you can't really divide into our structure because every time you talk about a scene there will be hundreds of references so why don't we just go with the flow because i'm too excited to okay. just wait for that section let's just go with it okay so the mariner part is basically all about the captain is asking for suggestions from mariner and boimler and they're trying to wing it but it all goes horribly wrong and the bug ship the clicket ship they basically get into a whole argument with them and then the captain says why don't you like send them a message and uh, mariner basically fires a warning shot and then the captain is like what are you doing sending send them a message means bring them to dinner and mariner is like no it's like why who said that do you know which what is this reference to this uh, this sentence what is it so i remembered this because i was watching the wrath of khan very recently okay and right, in wrath right. of khan khan says explain it to them or something like that very similar to them and then they fire a, a torpedo or something like that so and because later you see how mariner is very much inspired and admires khan so i thought it was <laughs> no, a yeah, reference to that yeah the, definitely that's that that now makes a, a lot more sense that's what i was going to talk about when they're in the ship bay they're talking about who's the best uh, badass and uh, boimler is like roga dinner and i was like that name kind of sounds familiar and i looked it up and he was apparently a character pretty much like khan in uh, he was in one of the tng episodes like i don't remember much about it but the way like mariner gets offended that boimler even suggested rogadenar when khan exists as like yeah that's pretty much me yeah, like rogadenar is basically the khan of tng i don't know he was an angolian or somebody on the one hand you have something like rogadenar on the other hand you have khan you know like he's khan like that guy whole, had a whole movie named after him two movies what in fact rogadenar hey, interdarkness doesn't count well so that's why like the recent trek watchers who began trek they start with those movies and then they jump no, into the world they just like benedict cumberbatch and his like pasty white skin lips is not <laughs> it's just not it. okay cool okay so we were talking about mariner's goof ups and how mariner and boimler were just winging it and saying the absolute yeah. shit so the guy who's asking them to testify he gets really uh, mad at it and he threatens mariner and so then he asks rutherford what happened because rutherford has an implant so he'll remember everything perfectly so he asked him what happened and rutherford is like really you want to know about that particular star date and he's like yes and so then rutherford starts talking to them he tells them what what's happening he's uh, you know working on the eps conduits if you uh, leave them facing one way for too long they get overheated so he's just flipping switches basically and shacks and uh, billups come to him and they're like uh, upgrade your implant because we need to go on a special mission and he's like okay I'll, I'll i'll i usually upgrade it during my sleep but i'll upgrade it now damn you remember the dialogues even yeah the implant basically starts to screw with him while you know uh, shax is explaining the mission about it's it's a denobular denobular virus i mean just random jokes like these are all through this episode and blink and you'll miss them you know yeah that is true and i, I was glad you know they mentioned denobulin because again call back to the enterprise is oh right yeah oh shit i didn't even make that connection right what right. what right. bro that was the obvious one i didn't even think twice for that one uh, i i dude i totally forgot he was he's called a denobulin 
villain oh yeah, my god he was a, there was a tenable villain in star trek enterprise this episode this episode is crazy okay anyway so he gets an update but the implant goes crazy and uh, rutherford basically goes full upgrade uh, like he did in episode 2 and this time he doesn't even have a memory of what's happening so he just has like fragments when he wakes up so he goes off he wakes up uh, when they're stealing a, cl- a bird of prey he does the weird uh, vulcan fan dance then he goes off again and then he wakes up at a gone wedding that was i think my biggest laugh in the whole episode just like i was wondering what was a gone wedding i never came across this species they come like, in missing something dude they they're one of the most famous species from the original series uh, in the episode called arena where kirk kirk is beamed down to a planet oh yes 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 now i that's, remember that's where the god is from. Uh, i was so happy there was like another god oh my god that was such an old reference damn it is and like i don't know why but when i first saw that episode it really stuck with me something about just that episode i really love it so much and so when that whole gone wedding thing started i was just like I was laughing my ass off and then yeah basically he he's like uh, you know he wants the implant to take over but it kind of doesn't for a while and then it does again and uh, the guy who's conducting the trial again gets mad ki like how did this become about a gone wedding you know you had to tell me about the klingon bird of prey so even rutherford kind of fails the whole testifying thing and then you get uh, tendy who is i don't know i think i will love it tendy she is i think one of the best characters and you know people going to hate on this episode because you said a klingon bird of prey it's a romulan bird of prey oh shit romulan bird of prey <laughs> you are going to make this podcast bad bro oh my god I, do i have to like uh, Am I on suspension now? Like, do I have to hand in my Star Trek badge? Okay. No, but you know this episode has so much that okay, you can get a leave for once. So many references. I'm my brain is gonna explode. But yeah, okay. So the Tendi part. Tendi is excited that she has she got the conference room cleaning duty, which is something only Tendi would get excited about. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would do if I had to. Like, but you see, even Mariner was. for a second you know wanted to do that oh yeah she she's like i never get conference duty <laughs> i mean it's such a sort after job <laughs> and so she's like that was another funny joke she's uh, tidying up cat fur from the seat uh, dr tanas for when uh, jack ransom uh, bursts in with his entourage and basically tendies omitting details from the whole story so that's why you know there's like a lot of bleeping and the eyes are all blacked out <laughs> that was a really funny joke so yeah so uh, ransom is going on the secret mission with the boys and and uh, tendy basically comes along accidentally It's like she's trying to tell them that she's here accidentally but because of some aggressive scanning she does not get the chance but do you know one thing about the whole sequence with tendy was did you ever know tendy was such a good fighter dude yeah that's that's exactly what i was getting at so uh, when they're basically down at the uh, planet and they're trying to retrieve the package okay so first of all basically tendy does not know what is happening because she kind of zones out and starts fantasizing about you know people are like giving her attention and liking her uh, work and all that stuff so she does not know what is happening and so when ransom says like do your thing ensign tendy just goes what's my thing and just starts like beating the shit out of every romulan that's there and if you know anything romulan are pretty tough guys so tendy and tendy just going through them like you know she's like black widow or something so it's just another another piece of the tendy's hyper competent person like i'm i'm just trying to figure out like are these people good at everything i mean not these people i mean rather for pretty much uh, sucks at a lot of stuff even with the implant 
Boimler is Boimler. Mariner is, you know, Mariner has kind of like issues. I'm seeing a lot of bias from your side. Uh, there's no bias. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> and we got to know the full name of Tendi in this episode, Divana Tendi. But funnier than that, Rutherford's full name, Samantha Rutherford. Oh, wait, I didn't see that. Yeah, that they say everybody's uh, full name basically, except Boimler, I think. Yeah, Boimler became Boimler towards the end of the, you know, stick when he was he went on a monologue. Oh yeah, that was that was my that was the reason I think this episode is my favorite. episode so all this is basically happening and the testifying guy is basically like what what are you guys talking about he like uh, safely officers are supposed to be always in control they used to, they, they're supposed to know everything they're supposed to have a contingency for everything and boybler just like no we don't he just goes on a whole rant uh, saying you know uh, like we like ensigns aren't told anything we aren't kept in the loop we were not given any information and even the senior officers they uh, mess up from time to time and they have no idea what is happening especially when q comes in and when like absolutely when q came in i was just i lost my mind yeah and do you know john delancy the uh, the actual actor he voiced for yes, q i did i did that's what's so special like we haven't seen q since enterprise really so like this was such a nice treat yeah and you know basically the entire lower decks the entire format of lower decks and the concept of lower decks was summed up in that last monologue by boimler i could say that you know that is the entire essence of the season not just lower decks but just the entirety of star trek and i think that monologue was kind of like a it was a response to the whole star trek fandom that's become so toxic in the past few years uh, i mean you see it with uh, discovery and picard and like all the new shows like so many people hated because it's not you know their star trek and starfleet is supposed to be made up of perfect people and all that stuff and that's like i mean it's such a myopic and uh, exceptionalist point of view that it doesn't make things interesting characters are supposed to have flaws you know shows are supposed to shows are allowed to have flaws they don't have to be perfect and everything so this was i think on a meta level it was a very good you know it was a very amazing you know response to the whole idea that star trek should be this and only this yeah i think it mostly stems from the idea that how g rodden very started that we want to make a show which is perfect in all sense yeah and that is how the initial seasons went through and we loved that series of ideas and ideations and that is why we fell in love with star trek i understand absolutely that but you know in order for the characters to evolve in order for the show to evolve there has to be some content even if it fails it's fine like the, at one point boimler even says ki like starfleet isn't perfect and that's okay that's what we've been saying since this whole podcast started that not everybody in star trek has to be a perfect character and there was even the like it even doubles down on it when the uh, testifying guy basically says and like i wrote it down he says and i quote i need you to tell me that your senior officers are infallible heroes which is like the most meta thing ever because that's the guy, that guy is basically acting like all the you know uh, star trek fans who think that uh, you know all these heroes or even star wars or any like piece of sci-fi or uh, pop fiction you take that these heroes are supposed to be some like legendary status guys you know uh, so i think on that point it was it was absolutely like one of the best episodes or one of the best pieces of writing that came out of uh, star trek yeah no doubt about that while you were talking this whole image of the giant spock on spilus came into my mind because <laughs> i i just recently finished watching animated series yeah the last episode you dissed me that i didn't watch animated series i, I really took that in my heart so i finished yeah, the entire animated series the whole series. thing which was crazy dude. like you know, that's a, that's a trek that's trekky dedication <laughs> and come on you know you wish you would want to live in a world like this yeah. and where would you live would you live on earth 
or in space which can be answered by mariner's explanation if you don't want to drink wine all day live in a vineyard or have soul food restaurants you want to be out there exploring space that was an amazing joke yeah so it referenced basically ds9 tng picard everything yeah and uh, there was another great joke uh, about when uh, dr tana basically goes into the ship and she's like uh, something is happening to the people in the ship nobody seems to recognize me <laughs> and then she looks at it and everybody's just like a variation of everybody else and she's like wait am i on the wrong ship they all look the same and yeah it does like basically you know we always do that while comparing mostly original series and tng that okay picard is uh, an alternate to kirk then we have data alternate to spock and this and that so i believe picard is better than kirk so people come on hate on me now uh, but, yeah. i mean i would in certain aspects picard is better but kirk is kirk kirk is okay yeah kirk is kirk but picard is picard come on yeah like i have a special affinity okay, towards the, tng can't i think but i think that. i think we can all agree that uh, a good compromise between the two is pike yeah and i'm actually waiting for the strange new worlds like dude yeah that is going to be so good i mean that's going to be full tos now we have like uh, we have discovery which is a very enterprise ish show then you have uh, picard which is a tng show and lordex which is also like a tng show and now we are getting strange new worlds which is going to be like an original series era show so yeah. it's going to be a lot of fun uh, let's just close it off for like the plot circle like we were you know discussing towards the end that Boimler was ranting about all of this, and then finally, what happens? Yeah, the big reveal is that this is not a trial; it's actually a birthday party in one of the nicer silos. That it's not a birthday party. Have. Come on, bro. Oh, sorry. The birthday party is coming after. Yeah, this is yeah. like a celebration of uh, the rescue of that guy and. I was stuck on the birthday party because of this one very little thing that the old guy is like you know my little girl is turning 100 uh, <laughs> today and in the background Teddy just goes ah <laughs> that was really funny and another meta joke in that uh, whole thing was the guy basically comes is like your time is up and you only get 22 minutes to do your thing yeah you only had 21 minutes and you exhausted in the trial thingy whatever they did but also like you know why this is a meta joke right why because the episode is 22 minutes long oh yeah. damn ah, i didn't realize that because i i was basically stuck in that same trope that they were using in the last episode as well with the farm like it was all ominous and scary and yeah, all of that yeah, same yeah. with the trial setting and towards the end they flip it off they turn it into a celebration or they turn it into a very good thing <laughs> so yeah that's basically all about lower decks nothing else with other scenes like if you want references you know boimler gave a lot of references in his last thing picard knowing about borg the giant spock on phylus then you know the doctor yeah. crusher ghost then... episode <laughs> like above all there was q q messing with mariner and mariner just rubbing him off this like just go away don't no just, just like we are picard. done with your bullshit for today <laughs> and he's like oh picard is so boring he's just quoting shakespeare all the time and making wine and i was like yes i think this episode has gone long enough we have praised star trek we have dissed on the fans we have done everything <laughs> i have claimed picard as the best captain and now i'm getting cancelled yeah. uh, that's that's debatable yeah uh, i know i know i understand i mean even q got bored of himself so. yeah. yeah i guess so then there's janeway also you know no one can forget janeway but okay i was we, just about to say that yeah 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 but chalo we'll probably do once this gets over and when there's a dry spell of new episodes we'll probably get into some old trek someday and discuss them that would be fun but chalo till then it was amazing uh, discussing this episode i think two more episodes left oh only two more oh my god yeah this is we are at the end already yeah, you know? yeah. well at least like, this episode was definitely one of the best for me 
just the way on a meta level how amazing it was and the kind of uh, awareness that it had about just star trek as a whole and its fandom i absolutely loved it yeah no doubt about that well till then hopefully you know they continue this and we end on a high in note. the meantime we'll be you know quoting shakespeare and making wine so, <laughs> yeah, until until the next episode okay so how should we end this episode what code do you want to use i don't know should we replicate some ice maybe or is that bad <laughs> okay we'll end it in this high note people who know who know that's it till then bye guys we'll meet you in the next episode okay guys next time we'll send you a message bye bye <laughs>